The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storylines with Nick Eatman. What is up? It is time for Cowboys Storyline. It is a victory Tuesday after the Cowboys get a much-needed, much-needed win over the San Diego Chargers. That's what I'm going to call them. They uh, beat them 20-17. to 17. They beat the Chargers in L.A. Uh, pretty much a home game, and the Cowboys did everything they could to win it. It was not easy. Uh, you didn't expect it to be, but they had to have it. And the term must win was thrown around. I, I, I said it all last week. I thought it was the biggest game of the season, especially with the bye week coming in. Um, Dak Prescott agreed, cussed in his press conference again, uh, but just said, yeah, definitely it was. A must-needed win. They had to have it. It was early in the season, but they you could just kind of tell in, in a game like this, and with the way the season's gone, the way last week went, they had to get this win, and they certainly did. Um, you know, for me, uh, it's very rarely – is it is it a personal uh, game? You know, we just we want them to win. It's easier for us, it's easier for everybody. You know, you want them to to have success. But this one was a little bit more personal for me. Uh, if you know, you know the Chargers. You know they they took some shots at us and our digital team and social team, and uh, you know had had some fun with us. So uh, you know it, it was a lot of fun to uh, to come out of there with a with a win. Um, you know what? The Chargers are, are the Chargers, and they're always going to be. So that that's that's awesome. Uh, you know, whatever they had cooked up for this one on their social team, just put it back in the bag uh, because the Cowboys get the win, twenty to seventeen. And uh, Mr. Dak Prescott, yeah, that's 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 who he is. That's who he is. And you guys can like it, not like it, get frustrated by it. It's who he's always been. When he plays like that, and I've said it a billion times, I'll say it again. When he plays like a football player, well, a football player that is a quarterback, not a quarterback that plays football. He's a football player that plays quarterback, running, diving, spinning, get off me, running for a touchdown, making the throws. He made the throws that he needed to make. He didn't hit all of them, but he never has. This is the player that he was, and he led that team to when he willed them to a victory that they had to have. So, you know what? If you if you have some Dak hate, I'm sure I won't hear a whole lot about it this week. And that's kind of the way it goes because he he is the reason, uh, one of them, but he's the reason that the Cowboys are sitting here at 4-2. and two. All right. 888-855-2297. You guys are already on the calls. We got a couple calls already. Let's go right to it now. Bruce in Houston. Bruce, we're talking football here. We're not talking baseball, right? We're gonna talk football. Bruce? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, congrats to the Rangers. Man, well, we'll see. It's gonna, gonna be a long one. It's gonna be a long series. But no, yeah. no, no, no. Astros play better on the road, so hopefully Uh-oh. that'll happen. Not but, good. Hopefully uh, not. All right, Bruce, what do you got? <laughs> hey, you're you're exactly right. You know, you that gets a lot of hate. And he got it from me, too. I called you last week and said, you know, we're going to move on from him. But that looked like Mississippi State, Dak, like you said. When right. he plays football, mm. you know, he can be the difference maker. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they're trying to control it. But my question to you, and it's look, 4-2 on the bye week obviously looks awesome, uh, especially with San Francisco and Philadelphia losing. But right. how in the world is that not an interference on that punt? I, you're gonna have to explain that one to me. Someone said that's in the rule. That yeah, I, I, I thought when you fair catch, you can't touch the guy, or supposed to give him room. But is that not true? Well, you know what, Bruce, I'll tell you this. Uh, I, I got an email. Uh, I was reading it this morning. Um, it has been, I haven't been reading a lot this morning. Okay, we're a little we're a little groggy, but um, I have an email about from uh, the it's a, the pool report that they went in, in uh, the, the media went and interviewed the the official about that play. So, give me give me the break here in 20 minutes or okay. so. I'll come back and I and I'll read I'll read and that to everyone. But I cuz I think what it was is because it was ter- it was not um Tolbert. It was Tolbert that hit him. That's the reason why it's not interference because yeah, but but Getting pushed into him isn't that the same thing? Plus, they missed the hands to the face. They definitely missed the hands thing, to the face. Yeah, yeah. And and, and here's the other thing. I, I know on uh, challenges 
when they do a replay, it'd be nice if down the road, if there is a foul that wasn't called, they ought to be able to call that. But, you know, that's, yeah. that's for another day. But question, and then I'll hang up and listen to your great show. Pollard, man, last year or before he got injured, he never got caught yeah. on that run. But I think Dallas needs to uh, let Dow play more. He's, he hits, he's like the Pollard before he got hurt. And we need a bell cow. Maybe it's mm-hmm. draft next year or trade. Yeah. I'll let you talk about it. All right. Good show, Nick. Thank you, Bruce. Um, uh, you know, I, Pollard, it's, it never fails. It never fails. And it's been going on even when Emmett was the running back here. That backup running back's always the one people kind of want to see a little bit more. Um, and it's not easy to be the starter. It's, it's certainly not. I think you get a little bit more appreciation for what Zeke was able to do. Because you're right. I mean, Pollard, you know, you don't expect that kind of stuff. Now, going back and watching that play, he does a little spin. And, you know, and then he has to kind of reset again after he's spin. And, and Samuel is... It's got a nice little angle to him and all that, but but you know it, it was a huge play in the game, huge play for for not only Pollard but Dak. It was third down. He's rolling. He he broke the rule there. You're not supposed to throw back over your body there, but that's the guy that was open. I give him great awareness on finding Pollard, and then Pollard had the first down and he wanted a lot more. That was a really really big play in the game. Obviously sixty yards, but. All right, uh, Bruce hit a lot of things there. I'm gonna we're gonna get to that punt, the punt play. Uh, boy, that that would have been devastating if that would have you know lost the game there, uh, especially because the play before that, Deron Bland has a pick six to the house that hits him, I think, right in the face mask. And you know how close that what he was to be to that's history in the making right there. The Cowboys have never had a player have three pick sixes in a season. And here in week six, he almost had number three and should have had number three. Um, I told Derek after the game, I was like, that that's a Pro Bowl. I mean, Deron Bland's in the Pro Bowl if he makes that play. Uh, he, he might be headed there anyways. But you get a pick six like that to seal the game on a Monday night football after you've already got one on Sunday night in the week one and then another one a few weeks later, that would have been huge. So, all right, uh, good stuff. Joe and Stanford, let's go to Joe. What's up? Hey, morning, Nick. Uh Hey, thanks for getting up so early and coming and doing this show with us, man. Hey, I love we it, really man. appreciate it. I love it. I appreciate it too. I was ready. I'm ready for. It. I can get. I can get up for this one. You know, I, last week was a little tougher, but this one I can get up for this one. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, um, glad for the win, no matter what. I had a couple of, of quick points about stuff I'm still concerned about, and then some things I'm really happy about. Okay. Um, first, um, offensive line doesn't look good. They don't look good, man. Uh, the guy was talking about uh, the running back Pollard. A lot of it, and, da- and Dak was running for his life. You know, if Pollard had a little bit better blocking and Dak had a little bit better blocking, we wouldn't be having a lot of these other concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, defensive penalties are bad. I mean, it's been bad, and I don't get it. I hope we get that cleaned up over the bye. Yeah. Um, D Law is playing like an All Pro. De- Demarcus yes. Lawrence is killing it. I don't care about sacks. Don't talk to me about sacks. That dude is killing it. He, you're right. You're right. And, and he's earned the respect now of his peers because he's made the Pro Bowl last year when he didn't have a lot of sacks. Yeah. Uh, he, and then, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, last, go ahead. Thing, last thing, CD, you know, he was pouting on the sidelines about not getting the ball. There's damn good reason for that. Yeah. That dude needs the ball. Yep. You know what? You're right. Thanks for the call, Joe. Appreciate it as always. You're always been uh, right here on the phones, ready to go. So I really appreciate that. Um, and and you're right. You know when when those guys, uh, I think we said it last week. When when you know Michael Irvin wanted the football, so did Terrell Owens, so did Des Bryant. You know they were complaining all the time. Well, throw him the damn ball. I mean, throw him the the, the ball. I mean, this isn't. You know, I mean, this, this isn't Reggie Swinton asking for the ball or Noah Brown or these guys like that. No offense, I love all those guys, but I'm just saying this is a guy that's a good, a really, really good football player and expects the football and, and knows he can be a difference maker. And he was. I mean, seven targets to, to C.D. Lamb, seven catches. That tells me that needs more targets. I mean, seven is just maybe not enough, um, especially when Michael Gallup has ten targets for three catches. That's a problem. That's a problem. But you know what? We we, we talked about, let's see, this other call here from Joe. You're talking about penalties. You know, you're you're right. Penalties were a problem. Um, and, and, and I'll say this. I, I'm glad they won because I can say this, and it doesn't, doesn't look like an excuse. That's the worst officiated game I've seen in a long time. 
that the, the officials were really bad. If the Cowboys w- lose that game, it's bad. If they win the game, it's bad. The Chargers can can be upset too. Just the way every freaking play was a penalty. I mean, it was just a, it was an ugly game for them. I think I tweeted out that you know they have more passing yards with these flags than Herbert and Dak combined. I mean, it was ridiculous. Um, and, and and you didn't understand. I don't understand some of those calls, um, but. Is what it is. Um, the Cowboys were able to overcome it, uh, and yes, the offensive line—they're uh, struggling right now. I mean, they—they—they they, they didn't run the football like they thought they would, especially against the Chargers a couple years ago with Steele and Martin on that right side. They tried it a lot. They kept trying, just never really worked for them. All right, let's go to the calls. Darian in Houston. Darian, what's up? What's going on, Nick? What's up, man? You excited? Dude, dude I'm feeling it, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm happy. Man, it was good. It was a good um, win. It was a good win. I'm dude, happy too. So, I was at the game last night, and uh, the energy was unreal. Oh yeah. All right. It was so fun being at uh, AT and T West. Um, <laughs> that's dude, a good. So many Cowboys fans. Oh yeah, and and, so, and also that's so appropriate too because that that stadium. There's no doubt. I mean, it, it has a lot of feel to it i mean to at&t stadium in the in the california vibes that they have going there but it, right. it's got a very very similar feel to at&t stadium no nah, man yeah it was super fun look this win proved a lot for this team like, yeah the energy was there it felt like the season was on the line um mm-hmm. and i know we I know you talked about it a lot last week but this is what i love about Dak though he bounces back after a loss and it's kind of why I don't want to hear it anymore when it comes to him, at least for the short term, because what are you going to do without him? You see the way the officiating is going. It's not going your way. And I agree with you. That officiating team made it obvious they were going to be a part of the game. Right. I think I think they wanted to be on TV really bad on Monday night. Um, but the offensive line is getting beat. Pollard has two yards per carry. Granted, they got him involved in the passing game. Um, the defense is getting beat, and it's already banged up. What are you going to do? Well, Dak is going to wheel you into the game. I I think that was a uh I know y'all keep saying Mississippi State Dak. I'm just that's vintage Dak right mm-hmm. there. That's who he is. Go up yeah. in the big moment, be a gamer. He's not gonna be the the purest thrower of the football like Herbert. You know, he's not he's not gonna wow you in any other way other than man, he's just gritty. He's gonna show up. He's gonna play. Yep. And so I just I had to, you know, kinda tip my hat to him because especially being there in the stadium and just just seeing, you know, how the, the ebbs and flows of the games are changing. It was just it was awesome to see that team. And then imagine actually getting the receiver that you traded for involved in your offense. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean that, that's that, this is the game that I I had called for Brandon Cooks to have against the Niners because I just think that he offers so much more than just a deep threat. I mean, you saw him in the corner of the end zone catch a pass. You saw him on a crucial third down go up and grab a ball. You saw him take an end around around for a first down. It's like get him the football. Um, and then obviously I saw you. I heard you talk about Gallup um, getting ten targets with three catches. Uh, that needs to be. Um, that needs to be higher yeah. catch percentage. He's got to catch um, it. Yeah, right. And then on top of that, Dak's best throw of the night was was on a rope to a touchdown to him. Granted, it, it was getting held and it was a hard catch to make. But man, if he, he would have came down there. with that, I mean, yeah, he definitely put it right I mean, where he needed it to. Um, yeah, that, yeah anyways, that was a good throw. To, All right, I just wanted to champion the Dak train because he yeah. he killed it. Yeah, he did. He did. Thanks, Darian, for the call. Good, good stuff. You know, the the, the game was kind of set up the way you, you know with guys stepping up like you kind of expected all year for them. You know, really, when you look at roles, you know, you look at CD. He needs to be a guy that's a difference maker that moves the chains. Well, he caught every pass thrown to him for 117 yards. I mean, he did everything that he could possibly do, and he was coming off a week too where you know you could tell he was frustrated, and he had a good talk with Dak. It seemed like. And 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 uh, got somebody got in his ear and said, "Hey, you can't act like this. You know, let's step up. Let your play do the talking." And he certainly did uh, on defense. You know, and I, I said it. I really did. I said it uh, right when we were leaving uh, the press box. I said, "You know what, Micah? If 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 you want to be the Lawrence Taylor and you want to be included in that, this is right here when you have to go make a play." I said it. I said it to Derek right next to me. He goes and makes a play. You, you you go get Cooks to make plays like that. You get Gilmore to seal the game. 
the guys that they brought in, and of course Dak being Dak. So um, you know that that that's what was a good part for me was was those guys with the roles like that stepping up. All right, let's go to Matt in Rochester, New York, for the next call. Matt, what's up? Hey Nick, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I uh, first time calling. All right, thank you. Um, I thought McCarthy did a really good job of mixing up looks on offense, and he really schemed each offensive uh, receiver to their strengths in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy I wanted to talk about was Michael Gallup. Okay. I feel like they really did try to use him, you know, to counter that man press look. They had him on the skinny post and on those slants. Um, he wasn't winning on those. And then they schemed him open on some deep routes, too, and he just dropped a perfectly thrown ball. Um, I know he's getting paid a good deal of money with his contract right now, and that does determine play time to a large extent. But I'm wondering if you had any insight on if there was a threshold where if the guy is not producing up to his contract, maybe you give the guy beneath him a few looks. I know Turpin had a good uh, off season, which yeah. really good in camp. Yeah. you talking about Turpin? Is that what you said, Turpin or Tolbert? Or both? Oh, I'm sorry, Tolbert. Or, or, okay, yeah. And they both did. I mean, they're both in that role. Um you got another question, or is that it? Um, that was it for me. Okay. Well, thanks Thanks for the call, Matt. Appreciate you, you calling for the first time. Uh, love to have you part of the show. Um, Mike, the thing with Gallup, he's so tricky. I mean, it, it happens all the time. As soon as you just kind of throw your hands up and say, God, this guy, you know, Gallup, maybe maybe then he'll go and make he makes plays. The thing is, is that 10 targets – He's gonna he's going to get the ball thrown to him, especially the way that teams are covering uh, CD uh, and the way that they want to probably will will start covering Cooks. And as soon as you kind of write Gallup off, he makes plays. And then and then as soon as you kind of get excited about Michael Gallup, then he he kind of goes and has a game like that. Um, you know, it, it's he's he's the third receiver. That's what he is. Getting paid well. But let's let's kind of put that aside right now, that because that doesn't matter at the moment. He's the third receiver. Uh, could Tolbert uh, be better than that? I I don't know. I I don't I don't think so. But but maybe. I mean, like he's you know he's got a role too on special teams, and boy, he found himself in in the middle of that um, you know fray yesterday. But but I think I think it's fine. That you know the ten targets is excessive. He's got to catch more. Uh, I know there was a point where most of I mean, think about it. I mean, he's got Dak's got nine com- incomplete passes, twenty-one of thirty, nine incomplete passes, seven of them to Gallup. So I mean, Pollard had one and uh, one to McEwen, who dropped it. You know, I mean that the pass was there was low, but I mean he dropped it. Um, and uh, that's another thing that bothers me. It just bothers me when they make a call in the field and they, they mess it up on the field. And then all of a sudden, that's how they call. And then they throw a challenge flag. The next thing you know, New York chimes in. And then they come back and say, you know what? The call on the field was incomplete. I'm like, no, it wasn't. That wasn't the call. You guys messed it up. Just go ahead and say that we got further, further, uh, you know, further review says this. Uh, don't just come back and say that they that was the call because it certainly wasn't. But anyways, um, Good call. Good stuff there. All right, let's go to uh, – I lost my screen here. Travis in San Antonio was the next caller. Travis, what's up? What's going on, Nick? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I got uh, I got to say, uh, <clears throat> if you listen close, I just threw a flag on the officiating crew. Yeah. Um, yeah, 15 yards, but, I hope. Yeah, at least. Uh, <laughs> at least. Count, count them up on your hands. Yeah, tell Hockey League that, like, that his punishment isn't 15 yards. It's just 15 days not in the gym. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what they what they do for a review. If they do a review on an officiating crew, this isn't a like a pro Cowboys thing. It, that was just that's bad. I said the last night watching, it was horrible to watch. Like, yeah, like if you're gonna and the thing is, if you're gonna call it the way they called it, like ticky tacky with stuff, then I don't know how you don't throw the flag for the hands of the face on the punt return, which everyone saw. Uh-huh. I don't know how you don't throw the flag on Gallup in the end zone because he got oh, that was a clear hold, like. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to call it ticky tacky, then let's call it ticky tacky. Yeah. If you're not, then let them play. I'm, I'm um, with you. I'm with you on that. I mean, I, 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 that's the way I always feel about officiating too. So yeah, because it's because it, it, the gameplay is tough for the players because they don't know how to play either. Right. And it was just a lot of weird calls, like the offsides where Troy was like, I I didn't see him offside, so I'm just like, what are you guys looking at? Like, yeah. are you guys just are you guys just building in these? Like, you have quotas. Like, what's going yeah. on? I tell you the one, um, the, the one that gets me. Uh, I I know you have a question, but the, the one that yep. get, the the one that gets me is the one 
where the two men in motion are not set, you know, and I'm like, yeah. and I go back and look at it and I'm just like, I don't even see what they're talking about. Like one guy's, yeah. in, I, but I don't know. Like that, 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 that place that just call false start then, you know, like if you're going to yeah. call legal motion like that, but whatever. All right, yeah. Travis, what, what you got? But I just want, well, I just want to say, uh, you know, kudos to them. Cause I, I tweeted Kyle earlier in the week and I said, I had chargers 23, 17. So I picked the chargers to win. So, I mean, because I kind of went, I kind of went Nick, Nickish, as in you. Uh, I'm like they got to show, they got to show it to me that they can come back in this game. Even though I know they bounced back a bunch of times, but right. I just thought it might hang over a little bit longer. So kudos to them on on getting it, you know, yeah, back one step back on track. And then um, this is, I'm going to preface this by saying this. I don't want to everyone take it literal, but like, I just feel like sometimes coaches are dumb, like. To not have, like, we've been saying, like, everyone's been saying for Dak to run, use Dak's leg more, like, from week two. Um, and then they finally do it. And I know everyone was, at the same time, was probably like, yes. But just, like, I don't understand how sometimes they, like, it takes so long to get that going. It's kind of like, I'm not saying they are, but it's just one of those things. It's just frustrating because, like, get, like, where has this been for four weeks, five weeks? Yeah. So I just want to see your thought on that. But uh, okay. have a great week. You too. Uh, goodbye week and uh, take it easy. All right. Thanks, Travis. You know, I'm not going to go there and say coaches are dumb. I mean, I I, I get it. I mean, it, the, there's there's a lot of head-scratching things. But some of this with Dak is on – is Dak. is 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 Because the, the runs, these aren't just handoffs to him, obviously. I mean, he ran the ball seven times. I mean, I don't – I don't even know how many. I mean, obviously the the, the push that didn't happen there, um, and and I got some other things to say about that about the tush push. Man, we need another nickname for that. But anyways, um, I think you know a lot of these are just runs by Dak, like like he's just in the moment, and that's that's what happens. That's what's made him the the player that he is. He's got the feel for it. He's just playing football out in the yard. That's what he's doing, and and he's going and he's running around and he's making plays. And so that's what he needs to do. I don't know it's, if it's just a design thing or they're telling him not to. So I don't really know if I put that on the coaches, but I will say that I just think a lot of it has to do with just Dak feeling the game and feeling and doing what he has to do in this game. You can just tell he, he knew he had to make some of those plays and he did um and, and his strength i mean it was it was apparent there was times i mean he got sacked five times but you know if he's not the guy he is uh it could be it could have been eight or nine really all right let's go to some text question uh questions here this is dan from philly he says a win is a win uh but uh it's a good to see cooks get involved osa is a beast he no doubt. I mean, seven tackles for a defensive tackle. He, he played a great game. Uh, Marquise Bell's pretty good. Gilmore was abysmal until he wasn't. Yeah, it's, it's what you want. I mean, this same with Micah. You know, I mean, Micah wasn't abysmal at all, but Micah was not as much of a factor as you want him to be. But then he goes in and he, and he makes the play. He played some linebacker, played some, you know, uh, didn't do a lot of linebacker. He's was, he was, he was rushing some, you know. But that's the thing. When he was at linebacker, there was about three or four plays where you're like, Herbert's got six days to throw it. You know, and I know one guy doesn't make just the, the difference that much, but maybe he does. Because when he was at linebacker, I, there was a few snaps like, where's the pass rush? Oh, Mike is not in the game or Mike is at linebacker. So, can't be everywhere. Um, all right, another question here. Omar from the Bronx says, are you allowed to push people into the ball during the punt return? Why didn't we attack the edge since Bosa was hurt, toss sweeps? Yeah, you know what? Early in the game, they did on third and three, I think the first drive. Uh, I think they did a sweep like that on the outside. Uh, and Ferguson had a nice uh, block. Uh, Tyron got out there. Uh, I think that was going away from Bosa, but still, I mean, uh, th it was a it was a good run to the outside. They tried some of that, but but mostly they were running it right over that right guard, right tackle, and there was just nothing nothing there. And and they ran at Bosa. I mean, he he playing hurt. I mean, he he played a pretty good game. I mean, ter uh, Terrence Steele, I thought dominated him two years ago in that game. That wasn't the case. Terrence, um, Terrence is still figuring his way out from the injury. I mean, he's not his himself. He's still playing and playing well, and he's not, you know, giving up the whole lot. But I, I don't think he's necessarily back yet. He's not even a full year removed from an ACL injury. There's no way he would. But you got to give him credit for being out there and doing what he's doing. But I don't think he's hit his stride yet. Um, all right, and then on the question about the punt return. 
No, you're not. You're not allowed to push people into the 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 returner, and you're also not allowed to push people into the ball. The problem is, is Tol- when the ball's on the ground, Tolbert was diving for it because he he thought Turpin hit it or he hit it. You know, I mean, he's he's trying to make a play there, which is kind of an unfortunate thing that that happened. And fortunately for the Cowboys, it didn't hurt him uh, too bad. Let's go one more caller before we go to break. Uh, this should be fun. Wait, Rob from Vegas. Hey, Nick. What's up, Rob? Got to give some love to Dak. That was uh, <laughs> like the one close said, vintage Dak. You know, that's what we've been asking for. Yep. Be a playmaker. Just be, you know, and, and, and another thing is I think they opened up the offense a little more and mm-hmm. it, it works and I want to see more of it. I thought he threw the ball decisively and he, he, he threw with power and I, he was, that was the best he's played since Tampa Bay, I think, in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the referee was auditioning for The Bachelor because <laughs> they like the guy was all over the screen. I I was like, is this guy kidding me? It was unbelievable. It really it was. was. It, it just was, ruined the the flow of the it game. It did every play. I mean, every play, and 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 they they called twenty, or you know, got enforced. I I think they threw twenty five. I mean, I mean, the, yeah. some of them declined two on one play. I mean, it was. And just, I want to give. I want to give. You and your show, some love. I mean, I grew up in Staten Island, New York, listening to Mike and the Mad Dog, and I used to love the interaction of the fans, good or bad. Yeah. And that's, and that's what we need. Let's be honest. With today's technology, we're not learning anything that we don't know. It comes across so quick now. Right. You know, somebody's hurt. With what I, when I'm sitting in my office and I hear this guy call in and what he said, I say, yeah, I agree with that. I think that's great. Another guy will call and be like, nah, 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 that's, that's wrong. And I just think it's great because you're the only show that actually involves the fans. And, and sure, I love to vent. I think we all love to vent. Yeah. We all give our ideas. And I think that's why it's the best show now because well, thank you. the banter is, is what we need. I, you know, it's old school tonight and I'm, I'm just glad you guys do it. And yeah. hey, we got, and, one thing about Gallup, I think it's time we mix Tobert in. There's something going on with with Dak and Gallup. They're just not connected. And I think Tobert is hungry, and he looked good in the preseason. He looked good in the games he's been in. I think now you got a buy. Start incorporating more more Tobert. I'm not saying take Gallup totally off the field, but start putting Tobert in, you know, more. And um, let's yeah. see what happens. All right. Well, thanks, Rob. Appreciate the uh, the call and. Uh, you know, and 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 thanks for the for the kind words about the show. You know, this is this is a show that 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 you know it, it's made for people like you, big that that are you know very opinionated, and and tell it like it is. You you want Dak to play like that, and when he doesn't, you know you, you say it. Hey, this guy is not playing. You know, this he's not good enough, and maybe he's not the quarterback for the future. Whatever. And then when he comes out and plays the way he did, you come, you call in. I respect that. You call in and you, and you give it. You know that's you give him his props. That's 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 what being a cowboy fan is. That's what you know. W- 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 you know the way it's been here for the last several years now. Um, and but that's that's part of being a fan of anybody in any, any team. You know, there's moments where you you get mad at them, and then you're like, oh, this is my guy, this is my quarterback, you know, whatever. But um, but but thanks, you know, for 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 the call and saying that. And you know, as for Gallup, uh, you know, and Tolbert, it, I I don't know if I I'm not ready to do that with with Gallup. I I don't. I think he's a cycle player. It's just the way he is, and uh, he'll come back and he'll have a big game against the Rams and. You know it, that's who he is because he's he's he kind of goes with the flow. He's not a, a diva receiver. He's not. He's not that guy that'll be mad. He's not going to see him upset about not having the football. He kind of d- does his own thing, uh, and, and it's good for the team. It's good for the huddle. It's good for having a guy like that. You know, me personally, I'd like to have a guy that maybe you know ha- wants the ball a little bit more. Has that dog in him? That's not really Gallup so much, but he's steady. Steady Eddie, you know, and, and he'll he'll make some plays for you. So let's don't write off him. This happened in week one and two. He came back and had a couple of big games. So let's I, I think he's gonna find now. Now the whole Tobler argument's another thing. If he's ready because he's ready, then then I'm fine doing, you know, incorporating him a little bit more. So all right, I know we need a break. So we're gonna hit one. We we have guys on the line, so hang with us here. Uh we're gonna take a quick break here on Cowboy Storyline. We'll be right back. 
Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot, Rowdy, cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say, give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks girl, better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back, back to Cowboys Storylines. All right, we got a few more minutes here on Cowboys Storyline talking about the Cowboys 20 to 17 win over the Chargers. And if you missed the first part of it, you you can go back and realize how much that one uh, felt good. Felt good for the Cowboys to get that one. And like I said earlier, it was personal. Uh, against the Chargers, they made it personal, and the Cowboys finished it off uh, with a big win. And uh, once again, kind of put them in their place, which is near the bottom, which is, I guess, in L.A. Uh, but um, anyways, one of the callers, first caller, I think it was Bruce in Houston, was talking about the fair catch uh, play with Tolbert. I said I would go back and look at this email that I, I received. Um, it's a it's a pool report. That's what happens when, when a controversial play happens. One of, somebody in the media will go and actually speak to the official, or, or uh, in this case, it was Walt Anderson, the vice president of officiating, asked the question about on the muffed punt, looked like a couple of angles, like the player signal for a fair catch. Why didn't fair catch interference apply there? And the answer is because the punt returner was actually contacted by his own teammate who was actively blocking a Chargers player. And when a teammate of the returner is actively blocking, that teammate is responsible for his own contact, even if it's into the player who signals for a fair catch. So the contact was actually by the teammate of the Dallas player who signaled for the fair catch. Didn't mention anything about the the fact that he was getting like his eyes like poked out on a, you know, legal hands to the face there which uh which they called several times in the game so i don't know why they didn't see that one but anyways that's the play um all right alex in new jersey is the next caller hey nick uh What's up, alex? long-time listener i really appreciate your work ah, thank you appreciate you yeah um listen I-, I was happy with the win last night but i was also on edge because I really do not like this McCarthy offense, uh, this timing, quick throw. They want to run the ball, but it doesn't seem like they really can right now. I'm a big back guy. I think he's a champion. I think he's the quarterback for us. But I think McCarthy almost like has him in a cage. You know, last year he was whipping it and throwing a lot of touchdowns and everything. He threw some picks, but we know a lot of them weren't his fault. Now they it just feels like he's caged up. He's not allowed to be play his game. And last night, Dak bailed out McCarthy. I mean, how many times did he almost get sacked and he escaped? And those are all our big plays. So, 
I was on edge all night. Yeah. Again, happy with the win, but I don't know what we're doing with this offense. I don't know if over time it'll get better. You know, maybe repetitions. It is the first year of the offense. Um, I don't know. I just want yeah. to get your thoughts on it, and uh, I'll hang up and listen. Okay. Thank you. Well, thanks, Alex. Um, you know, if we had more time, I would sit and, and kind of banter with you a little bit on this because uh, you're making good points, and I'm, I know there's people that, that, that think like you. Um, and I'm not sure where I, where I really stand on this, but you say you think Dak bailed out McCarthy. Any chance McCarthy bailed out Dak? Um, and I say that because, you know, he's trying to protect him. He's protecting his quarterback. Uh, he, he did it before the half, and he did it towards the end of the game. You know at the end of the game, Pollard's down the, 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 you know, down the wheel route or whatever. It really wasn't a wheel. He just ran right by him. And it was a great call. Uh, and you know it's been it's been put in Dak's head. Hey, put that either right on the pylon where he can catch it on the sideline, or the cameraman gets it. I mean, one of the you know Chris Beam catches it, or Pollard maybe on the side. That's 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 the option because the safety's kind of cheating. In the last thing you want is for him to let it drift into the center a little bit and it's picked off, and then and then now the game's tied and the Chargers can go try to win it. Um, so you know that he missed that one right before the half. You know I I don't I don't have a much of a problem with the eight seconds down to three seconds because eight seconds at the fourteen yard line, all you're gonna do is either run the same play again to Pollard three or four yards up the middle, call timeout, and then kick a field goal there. I mean you're not really gonna try it. I don't think over the middle into the end zone uh, from the fourteen. The problem I have was not calling a timeout at fifty seconds. Uh, 50 seconds, and then they let it go all the way to 28. That changed the complexity of, of the whole drive there. So that was a problem that I had about the clock management. But, you know, I, I don't think Dak was caged. I thought he was able to do his thing and, and, and be him. But, yeah, there's, there's times where it looks like there's certain throws and certain times in the game where they, they want him to play it safe. But you got to remember, you can't sit here and say he's caged up and, and he's not being able to make plays and all that if you were the person saying Dak throws a lot of interceptions last year. He, he threw way too many interceptions. Part of this offseason was cleaning this up and making sure that doesn't happen. And that's this is part of it. It kind of goes hand in hand. They're just trying to figure out where the balance is. Balance is key in everything. You got to have balance. Mr. Miyagi told us that in Karate Kid in 1984. You got to have balance. And that's what they're trying to find. Where's the balance between Dak being aggressive, being Dak, being the guy, but also being smart with the football and don't letting, you know, passes float for interceptions or get volleyed up in the air like the volleyball team and get picked off. They're trying to find the balance. They're six games in. They're four and two. I think it's working pretty well. It could have been better. But I still think, you know, it's it's going to get better. So I think that's a positive thing. All right, Irwin in Denver, you're next. Irwin, what's up? Hey, good morning, Nick. How you doing? Good morning. Hey, so I had a couple things for you, and you clarified one of them was the muff punt. I, I just always thought that if a player had gotten blocked into somebody like that and caused it, it would be a penalty. But I understand how you explained the rule. I, but what I wanted to talk about was uh, I hate what uh, that play – I think it's called the tush push that Philadelphia's perfected. Yeah. That's a stupid play. I mean, if the Cowboys are going to do something like that, why don't they just hire a rugby coach and, you know, teach our guys to perfect how to run that kind of thing or just spread the offense out and do a quarterback sneak with Dak Prescott or hand the ball off to, like, Hunter Lick and, you know, get that one yard. And then the last thing I want to say was uh, I listen to Nate Newton all the time, you know, and I, I believe in him 100%. He always talks about everything goes because of the offensive line. And I've just been kind of watching uh, still on the end, and it looks like he's really struggling. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on those uh, which couple guy, things. Which, which guy is struggling? You kind of cut out. Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, Steel. Steel, right okay. Yeah, he's He's just getting pushed back a lot. I see him on the ground a lot on his back. And, um, you know, yeah. last night, poor Dak, he reminded me of Romo back in the days when Romo was, like, running for his life constantly. And 
Yeah. So, so I just want to get your thoughts on a couple of those things. All right. Thanks for the call. I, I did mention that about Steele earlier uh, in the show a few minutes ago, I think, just about you know him, him still kind of coming back from the uh, – uh, the ACL injury hasn't been a year. It was in, it was, it was early December against the Colts when he suffered that injury. So for him to be back and playing and, you know, and, and starting week one, and he was there for all the training camp, it was really a, a credit to him and his rehab work, but, but it's still an injury that's going to take some time. He, he probably is not where he wants to be. I know he's not where he wants to be, uh, good enough to play, but yeah. And you don't want to be a liability. And I don't know if he's a liability. I just don't think he's playing at the level that that you expect and, and the injury to me is the is the is the reason for that but this guy works as hard as anybody he's a smart smart kid um he's gonna get it turned around i i mean i wouldn't worry so much about terrence Steele. the tush push play um you know it i'm i'm okay with it i mean i i hate the i hate it. I, I think that they need to change it i think they need to get get rid of it in my opinion but um you know I, and there's ways to do it there's ways to say you know i i think there's a way that the the, the league could get that played uh you know removed but but it is what it is i think i think what we're forgetting about this is that you know yeah jalen jalen hurts in philly is really good but the guy that's made the pro bowl for about 10 years in a row at center is, is uh, jason kelsey and so it starts with the center he is a really really good player if you don't have that you can't do and i'm not saying biotish isn't the same but he's not kelsey i mean kelsey's a, a perennial pro bowler and so that's where that play kind of starts you've got to be able to get that push and then you know maybe they need more beef back there i mean you're not you're not tricking anyone you're not tricking anyone of what you're trying to do so i don't understand why the personnel's not different i mean everybody knows what's happening right so if you put mozzie smith in the game put him in there he's got strength he can be right behind dak let him do the push because it's not like they're going to look at it and go oh whoa, whoa mozzie's in or whoever is in awesome richards is in they're, they're gonna put no who cares because the, you, you're telling them what you're going to do. So, you know, why is Rico Daddle the, the pusher? You know, I mean, like, let's put some strength behind it. All right. Um, stuff there. Let me see. We got another caller. Yeah, Eric in North Carolina is our next caller. Eric, what's up? Hey, what's going on, Nick? What's going on, my man? How you doing? You excited? Yeah, I'm feeling real good, man. I'm really <laughs> encouraged. I feel uh, hopeful. We're going to a bye week on a good note, and I'm very, very happy about that, man. Um just a couple quick takes on last night from what I saw. You know, this team, this team has a lot of potential, man. And you see it in flashes during the course of the game. Um, my thing is, if McCarthy can match what uh, uh, our defensive coordinator, DQ, is doing on defense during the course of the game, it looks more buttoned up with the, with the defense. You see how they, they gave up the touchdown, but they forced five, six straight punts in a row. Right. Like, things that uh, DQs take control of the game during the course of the game by putting the players in their optimal positions to be successful. And I don't always see that during fans of the game on offense. So, if I feel that uh, the offense can equate what the defense is doing with play calling, play, uh, game planning, contingency planning, making alter alterations during the course of the game, putting guys in great spots, if the offense could do that more consistently throughout the course of the game to match the D, this would unlock this team. It would completely yeah. unlock this team, I believe, and unlock our full potential, and we can really go there. You see it, man. Like, during the course of the game, sometimes they're unsure or, or they're, 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 you know, they're playing a little too cautious or they're not cautious enough. It's just like the, it is, I just like the offense just needs to dial in more so just like the defense does during the course of the game. Once we do that, these guys are matched up for equally being productive and, and, and putting it all together in the course of the game, this team would really be damn near unbeaten in my opinion, you know. Yeah. I just want to hear what you feel about that. Thanks for taking my call. One another great show, Nick. Keep, Good job. Keep, keep the train rolling, man. And I'll talk to you later. All right. Thank thanks Eric. Appreciate that. Uh, uh it, it's a bus. I don't know if you know that you said it's a train, it's a it's a bus. Um our our digital team drives a bus. Um I'm kidding. Um Good, good stuff. And I, I don't know if if it's not if it's the players not being in the right position. I, I on offense. I mean, I, I don't I don't know if I get that part. Um, I think that the, the, they're they're playing the position that they're supposed to play. I, think, I mean, 
The problem is it goes back to a couple of calls before, and um, two or three guys have said it. I mean, the offensive line is not letting them be as balanced as they want to be because they're, they're just not providing those holes there. And But also you got to remember this. If you guys if are saying that, hey, Dak's not as great and Dak's not a great pocket passer and all that, what do you think the defensive coordinators are saying? Like, let's stop the run. Let's stop the run. Let's make Dak Prescott beat us. Because uh, I don't think he can beat that, that. That's that's the mindset, and and you lose when when you keep you know having that that mindset all the time. Now sometimes it's a recipe that, that that's won. You know, it, they they pretty much stopped the run in, in in San Francisco, and they they forced you know them to make make plays with you know Dak to make plays, and it didn't happen, and that game kind of snowballed and definitely got away from them. But but I think it's a recipe that you're going to see. So you know they're going to have to. To, to keep throwing the ball, keep spreading it out, and hopefully for them, the, the running game will kind of will, will pick up. But running game is certainly not not where it needs to be right now. Um, and, and I think Tony Pollard's figuring out, I mean, it's it's tough sledding. You know, when you're the lead guy, when you're when you're getting, you know, th- those carries, you know, it, your his average is going down dramatically. Um, but but that's that's part of it. That's part of being the lead guy. I'll say this though, the touchdown to Cooks. Tony Pollard made the block that he had to make. I think it was Derwin James that was flying in and and got in the way. I mean, he didn't he didn't knock him down. I think James was still you know, but he he slowed him up just enough for Cooks to cross, and he did what he was supposed to do. So Tony Pollard's not the biggest guy in the world, but he's scared of nothing, of nothing, and and I love that. And and he'll he'll you know he made a huge play in that game too. All right, last one, uh, last caller for us is uh, Sam in Philly, Sam. What's hey, up, man? How are you? What's I mean, is this a double double win for you? I mean, Philly loses to the Jets and the Cowboys get the win. Whenever, whenever the whenever the Eagles lose, I'm okay. So <laughs> I'm kind of winning the game. Didn't care. Yeah, because I, I you know, like I said before, like I can call, I can only call every once in a while. But I listen to all your shows. I work night shifts, so Thank I can call. I literally just woke up. <laughs> so I don't even know what you talked about. Me too. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I you know, I think Dak stinks. But I think, and I'm always like, we're negative up here, up here, up here in Philly, dude. That's what we do. We criticize all the time. So it sounds like I'm not even a, a Cowboys fan, but I am a diehard Cowboys fan. But I think you, Michael Gallup stinks too. You think Dex stinks? I do. I really do. I, well, I don't think he stinks. Like he's not like Zach like Wilson said. type. Yeah. Like Zach Wilson stinks. But Dak's not good, dude. Like I like I said this last week, like. Mm. How long are you going to wait? Like, I mean, the dude's been the same thing for how long? Eight years now? That's good. I mean, that, and, that's, and, that's, and that's fine, though. Is that, is that not fine? I mean. Mick, you, remind, you know what he reminds me of, dude? He reminds me of the 76ers up here. They beat the crap out of all the bad teams. But when they get put up against Boston or a good team, they, they don't show up. Yeah. And that's like Joel Embiid. He's like Joel Embiid. You're not going to win with Joel Embiid. You might as well trade him. Okay. But anyway, back to Gallup, real quick, if I can. Yeah. Why? Why is everybody so enamored with Michael Gallup? I feel like we can get a Michael Gallup in every single draft. Like, why don't they let Tolbert get some time in there? Yeah. Like, what has Michael Gallup done? I mean, listen, he's a great guy, and all. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm not like you know, coming at his character or whatever. A few toe tap catches that he made. He makes really good catches at really clutch times, but he doesn't put up any production that you would want. Like he's he doesn't get open. Like, it just doesn't seem and, – and why you know why I'm complaining, the contract. Like, when they signed that contract extension, yeah. the first thing that came out of my mouth was like, why? Yeah, well, I agreed. I mean, I, I, I didn't I, – I would have paid Cedric Wilson, honestly. But, um, the, uh, you know, and he hasn't lit the world on fire either. I'm just saying for, the, you know, less money uh, and the production there, I would have done that. But that that's what he did. You asked what he's done, he signed the contract. He signed the contract. He's here. He's going to play. Uh, and I, like I said earlier, he's one of those guys that as soon as you write him off, he'll have some some big plays. Um, you know, he's just he always he's always surprising us. That's what that's what yeah. Gallup has done. But but I you know I'm not. Hey, 
you you have that opinion. If he if Dax thinks to you, that's fine. Um, if that's the guy he's always going to be, if you you're saying that that that's fine. He's, I, he's just like a, he's just like a Kirk Cousins. Like he's, a, he's okay. you're not like he's not. You know okay. what I mean? Like you're gonna you're playing football with the guy. You're not that, gonna and, win with. Dude. And that, but that's fine. What what do you do though? This is not Madden. So what? what well, no, well, no. Listen, I yeah, well, That's what I'm saying. Like I, you got a couple years. I I said this before. It's time to start looking for a new quarterback, dude. Like you, you got a couple years with this dude. There's nothing you can do right now. I understand that. I get All right, it. Dude. All right. Well, so you let you let it play out and see what Lance has got, okay. and start looking for another quarterback. Let's, and that, that's fine. They can look if they want to. That's fine. But and, and they can let it play out. But um, you know, we'll right. talk about McCarthy next time I call. All right. All right. Well, the thing about you know, there's a lot of dude talk in there. Uh, but but Dak Dak is the dude. He's the dude right now, and he was definitely the dude last night. Uh, and he's the reason that that they they won the game. So you know, I hey, you know, if 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 that stinks. That's you. That that's fine. I I'm not gonna sit here and and say that that you know you, you can't just replace quarterbacks all the time. You 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 can't. It, it's it way easier said than done. You cannot do that. Um, he, he this is the contract that he has. He's he's right in the middle of the pack when it comes to contract. I think he's better than that when it comes to just the overall ranking. Um, but but there's a you know he's not perfect, but he never has been. He has never been, you know, and 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 that guy right there in Philly, you know, the guy who just called from Philly, you know, I mean, Dak plays like that against the Jets. Dak plays like that against the Jets. Like Hurts didn't throw three picks. I mean, the internet doesn't work the next morning. It's so broken. So that that's just that's just the way it is. Um, and Robert Sala, what? Embarrassed? I mean, that that comment was. Uh, he said they've embarrassed every quarterback that he's played. Well. I thought Dak probably uh, played in one of his best games against the Jets, and I'm sure he slept well. wasn't too embarrassed by that one. Definitely not embarrassed by this one. All right, hey, every, good good stuff, great stuff, great, great calls. Uh, you guys did a good job. We had ten callers. That that's great on a on a Monday or Tuesday. Sorry, uh, Tuesday victory Tuesday. Down tomorrow. We're going to mix it up, mixing up all the podcasts. Every podcast a little bit different. Uh, I stay here on the storyline, but I'm going to get Nate Newton. will be here on Wednesday. Uh, that's tomorrow. Also on the following Monday. So we're going to do two shows this week, Wednesday and then next Monday. So Nate Newton will be right here. So get your questions for Nate. I'm Nick Eatman. Thanks to Chris Beam. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow on Cowboy Storyline. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?